live. What up? Let's get weird. Your boy Tommy G here with the Thursday edition. I'm clipping a little bit. Let me move this mic away. Of the Stay Cashing Show. I am joined by Joey Rackets. Looking like fucking Top Gun over there, Joe. You about to fucking uh, fly some fighter jets? Yeah, I felt like looking like a night ghost today. I mean, you look way cooler than a night ghost. I know. <laughs> those are way cooler shades evan hand how you doing my friend are you are you panicking are you are you shitting your pants over what me and bill might say in reference to a uh, brian griner yeah yeah i yeah <laughs> yeah I, there's going to be several things that may need to be clipped out i already know <laughs> bill rob are you nervous about what you're going to say about brian griner nope and it's Brittany, not brian we're no, starting sorry. already sorry I, just, I, I like I like making sure to get Evan off his game right out the gate. So uh, before we get into the Brittany Griner stuff, let's let everyone file in because we usually start late. I'm sure a lot of people are coming for that. Uh, just to give you a rundown of what's going on today. It's actually a pretty slow sports day, honestly. Uh, college basketball today, we only got a handful of games, which is very strange. This is the second time in a row where one, two, that's unbettable. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven college basketball games today. College football is obviously on a slight hiatus until Saturday where we'll get the Army-Navy game. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Uh, and then we get bowl season starting uh, December 16th. So that's when shit gets on and popping for a month straight. Uh, in the NBA world, Bill, anything crazy going on today? I think there's only three games today, right? Three games. Three games in the NBA. We're going to have the uh, TNT bonuses that FanDuel does, I believe, on Thursdays for the Thursday night football game, Right. I think they have a same-game parlay risk-free on FanDuel. So if any of you guys are on FanDuel, make sure to get over there take advantage of that. Uh, I want to talk about the no-sweat parlay that took place uh, this Tuesday with Anthony Davis fiasco, Bill. So remember, we're going to go to the NBA to talk about that. And uh, we got some hockey games today, but not that many, like six. So a uh, little bit of a light sports day. Thursday night football, we'll cover the game tonight. Bit of a shit show there, too, with half the Rams team missing. So uh, we got some time to talk about the shit we want to talk about here. Uh, Bill Rupp, why don't you get us started with what went on today, one of the biggest trades in sports history? Yeah, well, I woke up and I'm getting ready to go to the doctor and put on Channel 2, and then they have an all-breaking news. Brittany has been traded. Brittany Griner was traded uh, for the Merchant of Death. The Merchant of Death. Yes, the Merchant of Death. Um, and which, what did you feel about that, Bill? I, I mean, know you watched The View and all your stupid shows. What were they all saying? Everyone on The View was excited. Mm -hmm. uh, Sonny and Whoopi both took credit for it, saying okay. that Sonny's the black uh, lawyer girl, right? Yeah. Did she is on the board of the WNBA. She's uh, the biggest piece of shit I've ever seen. Probably has never been to an NBA, WNBA game. That's the one who left her child in a hot car for fit for 10 minutes. Fucking that one from CNN. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So they were both taking credit for it. And uh, you know, <laughs> taking credit for it. And, and then Joy is like. This is something I, that uh, you'll look back in history and uh, you'll probably be on the wrong side of this one. I don't know if you want to take credit for this one. And Joy Behar says, like, um, guys, don't you think this was wrong? Like, it, <laughs> this guy was, we traded. Like, don't you think this was a bad trade? You know, and then a couple of people agreed with her, but I mean, this is ridiculous. Nobody in sports is saying anything that this is ridiculous except for one person, and he got ridiculed, like Tommy told me, and then he flipped in a matter of an hour. Yeah. So let me, let me, let's, before I, I got a little notes here. So, first off, for those of you that don't fucking know, I'm not promoting my social media. Yes, I am. I obviously am. But go to Tommy G Returns to 
on Twitter and Instagram. And I've been posting some videos. I'll be posting more about who this motherfucker is, okay? This dude is not just an arms dealer, okay? He is so big and was so powerful in the arms race and in international war scenarios that they made two documentaries, did three full interviews about him and a movie. The movie that you guys need to watch is called Laura, uh, what is it? Lord of War on, uh, I think it's on Netflix. I don't know where it is, but it's a hugely popular movie. Most of us have already seen it. Me and Bill have seen it back in the day. We're going to watch it again. But it's Nicolas Cage, um, fucking Jared Leto. It's got all these super celebrities in it. And it's a huge movie about this dude. And here's some of the comments from the movie, just to give you guys an idea, because everyone goes, oh, yeah, Merchant of Death. That's a No, no, no. This dude is really, as referred to by the COO of the DEA, the most dangerous person in the world, he referred to him as. The most dangerous person in the world, the DEA thought, referred to I thought that was Rackets. Uh, no, right. That's that's actually uh, Trevor. I would say goat, drunk, drunk goat in Dominican Republic. Yeah, Maybe 100%. the most dangerous person in the world. Yeah, if he's on a blackjack table for sure. Um, <laughs> so these are quotes from the movie. Uh, supplied every army uh, with with guns. Uh, sold Israeli Uzis to the Muslims. Uh, sold the communist bullet bullets to shoot fascists. Uh, represented eight of the top ten war countries in the world even shipped cargo to Afghanistan when they were at war with the Soviets. Uh, you're talking about the largest arms dealer in the world. Bill, this dude had a fleet of 60, 60 jets that he would ship this stuff to around the world. This is not just a regular dude. And we just traded a lesbian basketball player. I'm saying that gently. We know it's a dude. We just traded a lesbian basketball player for the merchant of death who is murdering. And the administration who did this bill is the Biden administration. I don't want to get too political on here. No mercy will get political. But the one thing that's very hypocritical about the woke Twitter mob that's going crazy here is that these are the people who are fucking screaming that we need to get guns off the street. We need to get drugs off the street. This dude is supplying the cartels well, who are bringing in the drugs, said, the guns for the war. They said that since he's been locked up for 10 years, that all of his contacts and all of his yeah, okay. power is gone. That's, that's the story that they. That's were why the Russia wanted him so bad, right? Because his the contacts. Story are gone. that they were spinning, um, because because no no gang members or no no mafia people after going to prison for ten years goes back to their. Oh no! I mean, I'm sure I'm sure if you've ever watched any movie about El Chapo or anyone else, when they go to jail, their operation stops, right? Mm -hmm. It's never the guys below them who take yeah. over. It just shuts down. And, and they never go back to it. They no, just lead a normal they lose life. all those connections, obviously. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, that makes total sense. And the biggest thing about this that's getting watched over is that Paul Whalen is still out there, who's a Marine who served 16 years, and he was out there for spying on the Russians for America. He's been out there for four fucking years. And the initial trade, to bring it back to sports, was supposed to be merchant of death, for our military, our Marine who's been out there for four years and uh, a lesbian basketball player. And instead we just get Brittany Griner. Listen, Tommy, BG is, is, will be home within the, within the day. I can't wait. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go out and buy her basketball card. I may. Where's LeBron? To, Where's LeBron right now? I may even <laughs> have Evan make me a, a phone, um, a phone wallpaper. Of her. Yeah, of Brittany Griner. You should. Yeah. 
You should. You should ask him on Instagram. Maybe he'll ignore you for three days and then you can start cursing at him. No, no, no. It's on TikTok. On TikTok. Yeah. yeah. And then if he ignores you for three days, you curse at him like everyone mm -hmm. else does. Because yeah. you are the priority always. Mm -hmm. Evan's time is meaningless unless if you want something. Yeah, I'm going to have him, Evan, make, make me one. How about LeBron James, who spent this whole time fucking screaming from the top of the goal? We need to bring BG back. She's family. His last tweet was happy birthday, Larry Bird. From yesterday. Where's LeBron? Where's Steph Curry? Where's fucking uh, Megan Rapino and all these people who are out there? Post these videos. Go to my Twitter. Go to my Instagram and grab the videos of the documentaries and the trailers from the movie. And whenever you see these cucks go out there and start preaching how great a deal this was and how great a job Biden did to bring Britney back, uh, that needs to be tagged under it 50 times. The big thing I want to talk about, Evan, have you seen Micah Parsons tweets? Yeah, it's pretty clear that his agent was like, what the fuck are you doing right now? <laughs> I mean, you know what he was doing? Speaking the truth. So when you see all these celebrities and athletes speaking out and they all have one voice and they're just saying one thing, it's not because that's what they believe. Like, I know when I was in 2020, when I was becoming friends with a lot of the Terrence Rosses and a lot of the athletes that played in the league and uh, Derek Anderson, a lot of the guys who I became, became close with, that people go, oh, fuck all them, they're athletes. No, 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 no. Just because you don't see them speaking out against BLM or whatever the new agenda, Me Too, whatever's going on at that time, Kaepernick, that doesn't mean they don't believe it. Their pockets are just tied to it, and they have to, and they get through <laughs> Micah Parsons, rackets. Have you seen the Micah Parsons thing? Yeah, I saw a couple of his tweets this morning. Yeah, so there was a tweet that came out that said the swap for Brittany Griner, one for one, uh, does not include retired military Marine uh, Paul Whelan, uh, who is about to mark his fourth year in Russian custody. Micah Parsons tweeted, wait, nah, exclamation points. We left a Marine, question mark? Hell nah, right? Which is pretty much what every single person in America is feeling, right? Hell nah, yo. Hell nah, hell nah. So that happens, right? And then I post, uh, you post a, post a tweet, then the agent calls, ring. Hey, Michael, we need you to back off that a little bit, brother. Uh, we, we can't have you tweeting that. It's too part, like, just back off that. People are gonna take that as you didn't want Britney home. So step back, bruh. And then Micah Parsons tweets next. My last tweet was no shot at Britney Griner. I'm super happy she's, when the fuck does Micah Parsons say super happy? That's what I think. A, really? The PR agency wrote that for him. I don't know, nah, bro. Was, was, yeah, he wasn't even tweeting. I'm super like, happy she's back. They're like, give us your password to your Twitter right yeah, now. Yeah, let me see who wrote this. I'm super happy she's back as home as she should be. Uh, I just have family who served, and it's crazy to me that the president wouldn't bring him home, too. I'm the furthest thing from a Trump supporter, but I'm not a fan of Biden either, right? Well, that wasn't good. That was definitely not good because now you're looking at a situation where the cabal calls right like the agent is already like all right back off that for britney and the cabal calls and says bow the fuck down and pull all this here's micah's third tweet this is all within an hour all right here's micah's th i feel bad for michael parsons i'm not ripping him i feel horrible because i probably have to do the same thing too if i had hundreds of millions of dollars on the line his last tweet bill just spoke to some people that i respect and trust i should have been more educated on the topic and not tweeted out of my emotion for family and others who've served for that i apologize also, from what I'm told about the attempts to bring Paul Whelan back are true, then the best outcome was accomplished. I pray Mr. Whelan comes home, but I'm extremely happy for Brittany and her family. I am too prideful to admit, I'm not too prideful to admit when I've made a mistake. Bow down. Rackets. What a fucking cuck. I mean, you can't blame him, though. That's the thing. You can't call, you can't blame him because we don't know, right? 
Like, yes, it looks cuckish. I've lost respect for him. But at the same token, I don't know what his deal is. I don't know if he's up for a contract in a year or two. You've seen how these people have been fucking wiped out of the fucking league like that. Just no, I'm blaming. I'm blaming Uncle Stevie because he fucking lied to me and he lied to all of us. And the Mets have got no one. (laughs) So Uncle Stevie's the reason that Paul Whalen didn't come back. Fuck you, Steve Cohen. (laughs) You don't like the Quintana move, though. Brackets. We are, the pitching staff is fine. You're, you're not going to beat everybody one nothing. They have no hitting. Mike, Bill, you hear this? That's me dropping the mic. I would love to play clips from last year of you talking about Steve. Cohen. Contreras goes Uncle to the Cardinals. Stevie. Uncle Stevie, you referred to him as. Cardinals lose a fucking uh, great catcher, and then they get the best catcher in the world. Who can hit? They already won 90-something games. So let's just make them better. The Phillies go out and make, get better. Everyone's getting better except for the Mets. Dude, someone in the chat said people are calling Parsons pass rush Limbaugh. That's what I'm dying <laughs> at, That's the great pass That's rush Limbaugh. Hysterical. That is the best name I've ever heard. Oh, my God. That's the greatest name I've ever heard. Uh, final thing on this fucking uh, on this, this uh, Merchant of Death shit. Uh, DC, who I do love, but he's tweeting like a retard today. Love you, DC, if you're watching, but you're, you sound fucking retarded right now. Uh, tweeted something about, um, here it is. Everyone on Twitter is all up in arms about Biden getting a bad deal, prisoner swap, like the merchant of death is going to send an AK-47 to your neighborhood in suburbia, right? Which I understand, right? People do overreact to shit that has nothing to do with their This is one situation that definitely has something to do with your hometown. Where do you think these AR-15s come from, guys? Where do you think they come from? This is what I was saying. The Biden administration talked about getting people off the street, getting guns off the street. You just flooded the street with millions of guns, Bill. Where do you think the fucking guns in the Vegas shooting came from? Where do you think the guns in the AR-15s come from? They come from this dude. He's the number one dude. Rackets had a shooting over the summer by his house. Yeah. I mean, where do you think that gun came from? It's not in your neighborhood until it's in your neighborhood. They bought it in the hood. Well, where do you think the hood got it from? You know, like this, this dude literally was on trial. He had four counts for conspiracy to kill americans conspiracy to kill americans that was his charge this dude is trying to kill americans bill how many people do you think die because britney reiner's back if you had to guess over under uh zero don't you think zero people die because the merchant of death is freed no no i thought you meant how many no how many people die because she's back he's free yeah, because she wouldn't be free unless we gave him back. So how many people die because of this? Oh, I mean, thousands. Thousands. Thousands of people are going to be murdered because we needed Brittany Griner back. Who did literally did something illegal. We do she, need her back. We need her back. We need BG back. So, yeah, come on, BG. Who kneeled for the flag and said she doesn't need WNBA like ratings are going to go through. Oh, dude, too. they're going to go from like five to seven people watching the WNBA. <laughs> it's going to be bananas. There's going to be ten people then, in the stands. Oh, dude, they're going to pack the fucking and first then, row. And then Sonny says on 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 um on fucking the view today that um this just this is just more of reasoning why women's athletes needs to be paid higher uh, so that they don't have to go overseas and get another work another job. This is the reason why you need to go to the games then. Yeah, no, you can't pay them if no one's going. <laughs> How do you fucking pay the women when no one watches and goes to the games? That's how shit works. Your sales guys at your company get paid more if they sell more fucking cars. 
Your car salesman's going to make more money if he sells more cars. If you're not selling any fucking cars, you can't ask for a raise. Like, it's the, no one's watching their fucking games. The fucking, the U.S. women's soccer team is like the only female group that has any type of case about money because people care more about them than the men. And they're a better team than the men. And they get more views than the men. And they've won more championships than the men in the same sport. So you want to talk about the, even though I hate them and they're cocks and they're fucking social justice retards, the, at least they have a case. No other female sport has a case. At all. No one fucking watches it. At all. None. So Maybe now, maybe people will start watching it and they'll get better. Yeah, you know how social justice this shit's about Maybe maybe since now that men are allowed to be women and they can play in women's sports like we've seen in the UFC and in the WNBA, maybe when more men transition over, the league will be better. Yeah, I mean, give me a break. Stop crying about women need to pay more and start showing your ass up to the fucking games. How about that? I what mean, else we got in headlines like here? Five dollars. Yeah, yeah. You, they, they, you, you, you've seen the uh, TikTok videos and shit of the people like offering the tickets for free or a dollar. Dollar. And people take the dollar. <laughs> uh, Rackets. Hey. I love how Tommy always like criticizes me on watching tw- on watching TikTok all the time. Mm-hmm. But then he always like sends me a video. Like yesterday, he's like, "You gotta see this video," and I'm like, "Well, I've seen it four days ago on TikTok." So what happens is. <laughs> Is TikTok, all the cool people are on TikTok posting cool no, videos. 12-year-olds. By the time it gets to Twitter to the old funky men who are fucking talking Me. about fucking Biden and Trump, it's already five days old and all of us cool kids have already seen it's it. It's a cool kid. So, so my oh. issue with TikTok, Bill, was never, it was never the content on TikTok. I would agree. The, most, the best videos are on TikTok. Most of what I see on Twitter is from TikTok, right? The video oh, I posted on. on. You're, you're scared. That the Chinese yes. are stealing yes. information. Yeah, I'm afraid they're going to. What information? That's do you what I'm afraid of. That they're brainwashing. Who the fuck are you? I've watched too many apocalyptic end of the world documentaries and movies to know how that shit starts, and it starts with fucking brainwashing, and that's what they're doing on there. I've watched you get dumber from fucking day one to now. I've watched <laughs> your attention span disappear. I I will go and sort through and if i see something i'll grab it from tiktok the problem is i go on tiktok and it's like yeah i see something cool and i grab it next thing you know i'm watching some girl sit on a bench like this shaking her titties and some guy smacks her with a pillow like i'm like how did i get here so yeah it's a dangerous app so yeah Yeah, lost in the algorithm time oh my god that algorithm like just it like knows all your darkest dreams and nightmares. Like you have really a dream about, If you've ever had like a weird dream about a fucking whatever, it, it's on TikTok and it's. I love the, it. it. Yeah, it's in Clearly. your brain. Tommy, Did I've been telling see? you for the longest time that you could go super viral on TikTok. I know I can, and, and but you're, I not, also you're know, not putting any fucking effort into it. I also know that it's a fucking commitment to go viral on TikTok, and you I'm going to You have addicted. to do it every day. You can't. Yeah. You can't. It's not like Twitter where you could post. Yeah. Maybe once or twice. You have to stay day. in that no, algorithm. TikTok. Loop. These people. Listen. As stupid as these things are, where guys are throwing ping pong balls off of like 15 things into a cup, and I'm mesmerized by it, and I can't change it. It's so stupid, but I give them fucking credit because they're there all day, every day. Dude, they work. Thing. There's so no one who works harder either than those fucking Insta People hosts. are paying them for those, it. Like, those why inf- are these people paying them? But, like, listen, I mean, I get it. I get those Insta hoes, those influencer girls, they work hard, dude. They're the hardest working girls I, in show business. Tommy, you, you guys see- don't understand. I've seen it because I've fucked a bunch of them. And I've had them here taking pictures in my place. Remember when I had the balcony in my last place, Bill, and we'd play beer pong and I had that girl's birthday party? Dude, it took them two and a half hours to get one picture for Instagram. She had like 20,000 Instagram followers. It took her two and a half hours to get one picture. 
And I was just like, they, you don't know. Those girls work. They're working on Christmas. They're in Santa outfits with their titties out on Christmas. They got turkey legs up their vag on Thanksgiving. Those girls fucking work. All right. Honey, they work. Those TikToks see, work. Did you see the, the picture I sent you today? Of, what picture? Of what Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. You never seen the turkey leg up the bench? No, I'm just saying, how did we get here? How did we get on this? I mean, dude, there's not a lot of sports today. We're going to end up where we're going. Did you see the picture going? of Antonio Brown in bed with Giselle? That's not Giselle. Tommy, it could be Giselle. <laughs> it's not. This is why you need to get off TikTok, because you believe you see so much shit that you don't take any time to analyze any of it. You just Listen, spew it. I analyzed it. I analyzed Oh, that looks like Giselle. I, I do believe he fucked her. I'm with rackets. I analyzed the eyes and the eyebrows, and did you? Yeah, I will say if it's, I don't think it's Giselle, but if it's not, uh, she looks a lot like Giselle. I mean, I could see it, but I mean, let's let's. Then let's, somebody posted a picture of Antonio Brown in a pool with his like fucking eighteen inch monkey dong, fucking <laughs> hanging out, dude. Oh my god! <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then some dude writes in the thing like, "Why do you have a fucking man's?" Big boner in your in your uh, in your camera roll. <laughs> awesome. Oh my god! He's just sitting in the pool like this, chilling, but his fucking just thing just <laughs> yard sticked out of the water. <laughs> fucking what a this guy! Not only you fucking the best athlete in the world. He's got a fucking hammer. horse fucking hammer. Well, I mean, obviously, if you're not fucking all those girls without a horse cock. Jesus. Of course. I mean, he was in like fucking three feet of water, and that thing was still sticking out. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Oh, Rub 45's got it in his fucking background on his fucking oh, phone. Man. Jesus Christ. Uh, what else we got going on here? We got the Padres signing every single person in America as the Yankees and the Mets. The Dodgers do nothing. Mets signed a 45-year-old to $50 million a year. Meanwhile, fucking the Padres. How did the Padres get Bogart's rackets? How the fuck <laughs> Bro, they they were going to get somebody like they're just begging somebody to take that money. And like last night, all you heard yesterday all day, because I've been just basically watching the NFL or uh, MLB Network the last couple of days just for the winter meetings. And all day yesterday, all you heard is Red Sox and Bogarts are close. They should, you know, everything looks sounds good. And then all of a sudden last night, just out of fucking nowhere, it was I thought it was Heyman fucking up again because it was Heyman that tweeted it. And I looked at it. I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. And then right after everybody started following suit. But. Well, the, Red Sox, years. the Red Sox signed that 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 Japanese dude. Yeah, and there was some there was some talk about that too, to where um, one of the it was it's a, it, one of the executive burner accounts. It's like MLB hot stove burner or something like that. Um, was tweeting that nobody at the meetings even thought that that was an eighty million dollar player, and then the Red Sox gave him ninety, and then they were eighty million dollars or over eighty million dollars off on Bogarts. Like, how do you overpay for the one guy that? the league isn't valuing and then you let Bogarts go who's won two world series for you how does Bogarts get 11 years I mean that's fucking crazy too I mean dude that's a horrible like listen I like the Padres the Padres were my adopted team three years ago right and I've always liked and rooted for the Padres me and you guys had some bets last year on Padres versus Mets which Padres went through if you take the Padres Um, but I mean that's a bad deal dude if you take the Padres batting order and pit, put the Mets pitching staff with that. I mean, you'd have the best team. You don't world. need a pitching staff. Lote trade. Yeah, Tatis oh, played. Tommy, don't say that. But, dude, they lost to Tatis, Bill. They lost the best player in baseball. They lost the best player in baseball. I'm with Bill. 
He didn't you know, scoring scoring You guys were wrong. My team he went further. You were wrong. You were both wrong. I lost the best player in baseball, and my team still went further than yours. He's not the but best. But you were already uh, Dude, Tatis is top three. Not the best. Oh, God, sorry. It's like the Yankees losing Judge. That's what Tatis losing on the Padres was. Trey Turner, I see a ch- uh, comment in the chat saying Trey has the same deal for more money and no one said a word because Trey's a better player. Trey's uh, 10 times the player. He's, he's, a, he's a better player. He's not to mention Trey can play times. infield, outfield. Trey yeah. can play anywhere you want. His his skill set translates. It's 10 more. times Bogart's skill set. Yeah, way better. Yeah, Turner translates long term. They're not even on the same planet. Yeah, I mean, the dude. power, power, speed, average defense. I mean, Turner, Turner's Rackets. gonna, Turner's gonna be good till thirty six, thirty seven. Rack, as I told Tommy, somebody simulated Judge's uh, nine years on MLB The Show. Uh, next year, he wins the MVP again. In the oh Yankees God, are we World really Series. doing? You might as well talk about flat Earth with this stupid Yankees fuck. This World is what Series. you get on TikTok. Rack, listen to what he's about to tell you. He's so literally took Series. ten minutes on the phone with me. To walk with the magic coin made more sense than this. Someone simulated what's about to happen. Yeah, I'm trying to fill him in on what you're talking about. He'll understand. He's not stupid. Oh, my God. You're stupid. They win the World Series next year. He wins the MVP. Not as good as the season as this year, but about a little bit less home runs. The next four years, he's in the 47, 45 home run range, around 90 RBIs. Why are we even talking about around that? around 270. They come in second, and they lose in the ALCS. What, what is this? Two years in a row to Tampa Bay. Why is this his dead air? After seven years, he gets traded to Cincinnati, where he leads Cincinnati to the playoffs. I mean. For two years. And he's, got a full no, he's got a full no, no trade clause. Though. I mean, literally, no, no but clause, this is the no dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. I'm just telling you. What the yeah, we don't want your TikTok bullshit. Keep that on TikTok. Because for every one thing we bring on here from TikTok, there's 100 million that are retarded that you fucking sort through your stupid brain. No one gives a fuck about a simulation saying Aaron, Rodger, Aaron, jo- Aaron Judge is getting traded to the Reds in 2032. I think they do. No, they don't. They don't. No, they don't. Um, next topic. Uh, do you think that the Anthony Davis, we know that FanDuel does Nobody the... Nobody cares about this, Tommy. It happened two days ago. Oh, shut up. You're an idiot. <laughs> No, because the same promotion is going tonight. Do you think that the no, Anthony? I, I don't da- see that promotion. Do you think that? Well, it's in mine. Do you think days. that? Do you think that Anthony Davis was really sick, or do you think they knew he was sick before the game and had him start because Sam Fandel had their TNT Tuesday night fucking money back same game parlay thing? I had a two hundred fifty dollar money back parlay that was sitting there risk free on only the TNT NBA games, and Anthony Davis leaves in the first quarter, takes zero shots because he's sick. Hey, FanDuel, how come you're uh, fucking giving money back for your promotions like that, but you're taking money for the K K Adams thing when the fucking she lost the two touchdowns on Monday night, one on a holding penalty and one on a defensive pass interference. You didn't fucking refund those. Those are way worse beats than Anthony Davis leaving the game every single game like he does. Yep, because they had all that money coming in and they need to keep K's brand up because they're using her to promote. (laughs) Yeah, right here. Built Thursday, TNF, no sweat, same game parlay. Place a three-plus leg parlay on Thursday night football and get refunded. Thursday night football, not basketball. That's what I said. They have the same thing for football tonight. That's exactly what I said. I'll do should NBA again. No, they have a Thursday night football one for tonight. Um, But it's up to $100 on this one I see on mine. Maybe it's 10 in other accounts. But uh, So, I mean... We're going to have to talk about the NFL shortly in the game tonight, and it's uh, very interesting to see how we're going to approach this with all the shit. What are the headlines we got here, Eve, before we pivot? Uh, Baker Mayfield, will he be reviving his career in Los how Angeles? Would, they're saying he might start tonight. Yeah, no, because the, not start. I just saw it right now on TV. I'm watching it. It's said oh, he may start play. tonight. Yeah. It, I'm play. literally watching it 
right now on television. It just came across the bottom line saying he may start tonight. John, John Walford or whatever the hell his name is, he's like dealing with an injury. So I don't know how he would even. Right here. Hold on, playbook. Bill. I'm pausing. I mean, no, I believe you, but I know. No, no, I'm just I saying Rams claim quarterback Baker Mayfield off waivers. ESPN's Schefter. <laughs> Mayfield could start tonight versus Raiders if Walford can't play. Well, Rackets, did you know that uh, I didn't talk to you yesterday so we didn't have rubber Rackets, but uh, he was supposed to go to the Niners and um, your, your, your uh, what's his name? Christian uh, McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey said, if he comes to this team, I'm not playing. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so they, 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 they claimed him off waivers, the Niners claimed him. McCaffrey came out and said, I won't play if he's on this team. And then they re- Imagine McCaffrey they, goes to the Niners and take back their waiver claim on him. That's amazing. I didn't even hear that, but that's fucking yeah. awesome. I mean, he's a complete bag of shit. Dude, they're, they're, dude, Orlovsky was showing in week three. I was tipping the plates. He was standing. You could tell where he was standing in relation to McCaffrey, whether it was yeah, a run play or a pass play. Like every single play, not like one or two. Like every single play, he was tipping the plates. Dude's an idiot. So, uh, I mean, listen, it doesn't matter. People were asking me, Bryce Perkins isn't as good as you said. First of all, Walt, good. Wofford's a good quarterback. If you guys watched it, he's actually good. Stafford's a good quarterback. That team's a disaster this year. That line is a mess. You could put fucking uh, Patrick Mahomes behind None that line and he would look bad. The receivers are hurt. Everyone's out. The fucking line's a mess. It doesn't matter who the fuck you put back there. So, yeah, let's throw Baker out to the fucking And Rams. they don't have a number three overall pick. The, oh, they dude. traded it. <laughs> the picks are crazy, too. What's going on with Seattle, dude? Seattle's going to land a top five pick in the Russell Wilson deal. <laughs> they, they thought they were going to get, like, the 25th pick. They're going to get the fifth pick. I mean, a lot of these teams are fucking going to be stacked with something. Detroit gets third overall. Detroit gets third overall. There's a bunch of teams that are really going to be able to stack. Thursday the Eagles. Night. Isn't it the Eagles? Or, I'm sorry, the Eagles third overall. The Eagles yeah. have a third overall pick next year because of that trade. <laughs> Thursday yeah. night football games have been awful, Horrible. and I don't expect it to be any better tonight. Um, it's either going to be like a 35 to like seven blowout, or we're all going to get fucking screwed. In no, the, the Rams and Rams will win 10 7. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. It's, you know, it's, I, Rams will win 10 seven. The Raiders as a touchdown favorite is it's insane. That should be like 14. But it should be 14. The Raiders have been playing very good lately. Well, that's the thing. It should be 14. They're under a touchdown right now, which is insane. Like, you got to imagine the whole free fucking world is going to be on the Raiders. And the fact that that number is still sitting at six and a half is a problem right now. It's scary, honestly. If you're looking to bet the Raiders, that's a problem, dude. You want that number to hit seven and seven and a half in order to feel comfortable because that's staying under. That's staying under. Even the money line's 310. Like, 310's kind of steep for six and a half on the spread. The crazy thing is, right now, you only have 58% of the money on the Raiders. Uh, 68% of the bets, 58% of the money. I don't know who's betting the Rams. Like, who the fuck is betting the Rams right now? I have no idea. Like, I mean, I mean, there's 92% of the money on the Raiders' money line, which makes more sense, but 92% of the bets, but 63% of the money. Who are these it, people that are betting? The it Rams? is heading to seven. It's minus one eighteen. It, I see minus one twenty, but still, I, that's I mean, more dangerous. When they start yeah. juicing it instead of changing it, that's an yep. even bigger problem. When you see that at six and a half minus one thirty. That's a bigger problem. Look at all the Rams games, though. So you know, twenty-seven twenty-three loss. So by you know, a couple points, twenty-six ten. All right, there's the Chiefs. Twenty-seven twenty within a touchdown. Twenty-seven seventeen. Sixteen thirteen. So I mean. You know, besides like a couple, I got it, dude. But there's games. no. Fo- you might not. You might have Baker Mayfield starting. I mean, like, what? Like he doesn't even know the playbook. 
Like Wofford's hurt. Donald's out. The whole wide receiving core is I mean, a Don, mess. How how crazy are these playbooks really uh, now? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's anyway, I no mean, one knows the fucking playbook to begin with. But I mean, yeah. I don't know. we'll talk about that when we get to the NFL section. Um, anything else on the hot stove rackets that caught your eye that's gone on over the last three days? Um, we the, talked the, about Verlander. Nobody wants to play with the Red Sox, and I completely understand it. But I feel like they announced that Kenley Jansen thing with under the assumption that they told him Bogarts is probably coming back. Like, if you're Kenley Jansen. Who the fuck are you closing a game for? That you, Rafael Devers? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, fucking, there's, there's, they have no offense on that team anymore. Fucking Kenley Jansen sucks himself. He just be he happy sucks someone. Too. He should be happy someone gave him a deal. I would have gone to fucking Florida if they would have given me a deal if I was him. I mean, the Red Sox are Reds. Nobody wants to play in Boston, and uh, I feel like the Padres are going to spend even more money. I feel like they're not done. They're not done. Yeah, once you get like it's it's like you're in too deep, right? Like when you start hitting on the fat girl at two a.m. And then you start to realize when you walk outside and the lights come on and you're like, oh, I don't know if I should have done this. And then you're Hot home. Committed. You're home. You're doing shots. You're doing blow. And it's just like, just get sweaty. And you're like, I got to fucking finish, where's, what's, gotta what's finish this off. I can't fucking shut it down now. Padres are there. They're fucking, what's, they're balls deep in the fact girl right now. And they just got to National League, out. man. National League loaded up. I got I got to say, that, National that, League no mean person. What's going experience. on? What's up with J.D. Martinez? Is he still under contract? He is a free agent. Um, Red Sox were looking at bringing him back, but I think he ends up with the Dodgers. He seems like a Dodgers, a prime Dodgers candidate. I mean, isn't everyone a Dodgers candidate? I mean, the Dodgers have been the probably the team that has said the most and done the least. Right? If I'm the like, Dodgers, if I'm the Dodgers, Dodgers have been involved in every single trade discussion, and then all they're doing is losing people. They I'd lost Bellinger. They lost Trey Turner. Like, I'd break it down if I was them. Break it down and re- and start over. No, Fuck it. Dodgers, what? They're fucking, they're not, they don't do anything. What are you talking about? That's stupid. What do you mean, what what am I talking about? They fucking get to the fucking playoffs and they don't do shit. So why shouldn't the Yankees break it down? They They, won a World Series two years ago. Yankees literally should. I just won a World Series two years ago. Yeah, that was the COVID year, though. And they've done nothing, yeah. I understand because they have Dave Roberts. They don't need need to break the team down. They got to get rid of Dave Roberts. Yankees need to get rid of Aaron Boone. The the Giants need to get rid of fucking... uh, uh, jerk off what's his name Kapler like the these Dodgers teams have gotten worse. these are good teams that have horrible managers that turn players to shit dude the Dodgers are going through the same thing the Yankees are going through you can't have a retard at the top you Dodgers get- added Jason Hayward to a minor league deal I not mean, that that really matters but no, that, I mean does, that's an embarrassment like I would yeah. I would keep that secret if I was them <laughs> they just they just stockpile shitty lefties like fucking the, the Dodgers, but no, that's it comes from the top. It comes from management and it comes from Dave Roberts. Uh, yeah, he won a World Series. Great. You should have won five. You know, it should have been Dodgers, Yankees, World Series for five straight years. Um, they're both garbage managers and they're both destroying their franchises in the two biggest markets in baseball. Uh, but that seems to be the case. You got McCarthy coaching the Cowboys rackets. I mean, all these big markets. Yeah, Joe Judge coaching the Giants last year. All the big markets have the worst coaches. Yep. It's, you're finally in New York football. You're starting to see good coaches come in, and you're seeing the difference. Like, you're seeing exactly what happens when you put in Robert Sala and Joe, and, uh, and uh, what's his name? Dayball. Like, all of a sudden, the teams are good with the same type of talent that they had before. Like, you got to get fucking Dave Roberts out. You got to get Aaron Boone out. Until Aaron Boone's out, I'm a Mariners fan. One thing, I did, one thing I did see about this, it says, uh, 23 signed free agents Fangraphs had crowdsourcing for the deals are about 20% above average in expectation in years and total. So 20% over everybody's estimation. So now if you're the Boston Red Sox, like, I, how are you almost $100 million apart on a deal for yeah, literally your number one guy? Like, you let the Padres come in and give them 280 There's reports out there that they weren't even approaching 200 I So mean, 
And and how does Bogarts get fucking 11 years? Dude, the dude's already been in the league for fucking nine years. His rookie year was 2013. He's been in the league for nine years already. He's 30 years old. You know, it's not like he's a fucking 26-year-old kid. He's 30 years old. You're paying him till he's 41? Yep. Sander Bogarts? I mean, listen, he's he's, he's going to bat 300. He's going to fucking hit 20 homers. He's going to drive an 80. That's what he is. He's 320-80 guy. Like uh, this year, his defense 30, is okay. 307. It's not like it's great. It's fine. He's fine defensively. 307, 15, 73. You, last year, 295, 23, 79. Like, that's who he is. He's 300, he's 20, paying, he's 80. That's good. That's, that's 20% a good... above average for everybody. Yeah, everything. that's fine. That's fucking, you know, five years, 110 million, 100 million. That's fine. I would have no 200 million over 11 years. Like, are you fucking crazy? Uh, that's fucking insane. Anything else, Harry? Uh, I just see that. On Twitter, a New Mexico State star player, Mike Peak, is uh, being suspended after a girl set him up to get jumped, and he killed one of the people that tried to jump him. I mean, it should be self-defense then. Yeah, but uh, that's just a crazy story. And then the last thing, as we're talking about AB, whenever it was, apparently he's been in a standoff with the police since last Thursday in his house. I, I literally just, I literally just searched Mike Peak, P-E-A-K, in the Twitter search. And there's a dude getting fucked in the butt by another dude. P E A K E. My I searched the wrong one. Mike <laughs> Peak, a fat dude in the. I can't turn it off. It's. Oh, well, I searched Mike Peak, and that doesn't come up on mine. It's freaking weird. <laughs> it's the algorithm. The algorithm knows Mike. Oh, and this happened the other day. Yeah, Tommy, but it, goes, Tommy goes, "Hey, type in John Jennings or whatever it was." <laughs> and big. The horse pecker came up and everything else. He's fucking got all this weird shit on his Twitter. <laughs> fucking weirdo, dude. I got like fucking hanging clitorises and all kinds of shit on there. Uh, what a disaster. Let's all right. Get you get it, but you get Did anyone sex. give me a one in the chat if you saw fucking butt sex within the first two or three if you searched Mike Peak, P E A K. Um, all right, let's get to the college basketball here. Not much going on in college hoops today. We'll be able to bang through these picks pretty quick. Um, you literally have six, seven games. Uh, there are a couple games I like, though. I do like UMass. Uh, this UMass team is actually better than people are giving them credit for. I like UMass uh, in this early game. You could lay the two and a half if you want. I'm laying the 145 uh, on this one. So I'm going to be taking UMass. I'm going to be taking Minnesota uh, in this game. Minnesota plus five against Michigan. Um, this is this is this is just one of those home. Uh, we're starting to get to conference play, which is nice. Uh, some rough beats last night. Uh, great day the night before. A little tough day yesterday kind of balanced out but uh we're starting to get to conference play which is nice where you're starting to see normal teams play normal teams uh, i just don't think this michigan team is that good i really don't so for them to be laying five points on the road in a divisional game coming off a fucking loss to kentucky coming off a loss to virginia i just think they're overrated i mean the as arizona state beat the shit out of michigan their only wins so far on the year are jackson state ohio eastern michigan and pfw so i just i don't love the minnesota team but Five's too many. You're talking about the Big Ten. It's a fucking disaster. All these teams are pretty much the same. I don't think Minnesota's a great team, but five's too many. So I'm going to take Minnesota plus the five. Wouldn't be shocked if they won. But uh, again, none of these are big bets. These are all like small bets that we're putting in today. So UMass minus 145, Minnesota plus five. And then this one's just a kind of line read later in the night. Uh, Don't put this in yet. Wait until I give you the cue at four deep bets. If you're a freeloader, put it in because you don't have any access to us. Uh, we're seeing Utah here, Rackets. Utah's laying 15 and a half, 67% of the bets, 81% of the money in the line hasn't moved. 
So we're looking at 19% of the money on Jackson State, and the line hasn't moved. So uh, it's about 2,700 tickets in on this already, too, which is pretty big for a team that small playing that late. So uh, we know that rackets when that line doesn't move and everyone's pounding one side, there's probably something going on on the other side. Yeah, just take the other side. Yeah, so I'm going to be taking Jackson State small plus 15 and a half. So the three plays for college basketball, UMass minus 145, Minnesota plus five, and Jackson State plus 15 and a easy. Um, that's half the games on the board. So there you go. It's probably going to be all the games I bet today, too. So I'll give you the full card. Uh, anything, Bill, for you, college? No, not today, right? All right, let's go over to the ice, Bill. The Devils play today? Nope. All right. Then Bill Labby uh, has no bet. NHL was good to me yesterday. I put him in a parlay with my Sabonis. Um, you know, favorites came through again. Bruins, winners. Um, and then the night before, it was all dogs. So that's just how the NHL is. The NHL tonight, I don't like anything. Um, all these home favorites, Toronto and the Kings, Toronto could lose. Uh, Lightning could lose to Nashville. Um, Florida can easily lose to Detroit at minus 215. I would never pay that. So I don't like any of these games. Nothing stands out to me on the NHL side at all. Um, nothing. All right. I like the Panthers today for parlays. Um, I know I'd be, I'd, I'd watch out for that. No, I like that. There's a lot of money coming in on the other side and the line's going in the opposite direction on this one. Mm. So, uh, I like the Panthers. Panthers win this game. So you can do a Panthers team total here. Uh, let's just give this out. Panthers, Red Wings. Uh, let me just pull it up. We're gonna go Florida Panthers score. Uh, we're looking at over three and a half minus one thirty-five for the Red Florida Wings Panthers. Good. Red Wings are good on the road. I'd watch That's out. Fine. Just I'm not I'm not betting players. I'm betting lines. So Panthers over three and a half uh, minus one thirty-five on this one. Uh, so let them lose five four, Bill. Then we could both be right. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's move on to NBA bets. Not a lot in the hoops today. But uh, what are we looking at here? Why is this not letting me pull up Fandle? Uh, go on, Bill. Uh, going back to the well again. Um, tonight, I went with Savonis yesterday. He cashed. Uh, it was an easy bet. I uh, just went all in on whatever I had left on Fandle. I put in on that bet, and it cashed. Uh, going with Jalen Green over two and a half turnovers tonight. Again, they're keeping it at two Does and a half. Does he play every day? No. But uh, he does play tonight, and uh, he will be turning the ball over more than two and a half times. Guarantee that. Um, happens all the time. They're playing the Spurs. Should be a high-scoring game. Uh, the total is 230, so we should get a lot of points on both sides. That means a lot of turnovers for our man, Jalen Green. The rest of it, I'm still looking at Simon's threes. Uh, he's, it's three and a half right now. Um, I do like it. Uh, just he's hitting, I think, five and seven in his last two games. I'd rather it be three, but three plus is minus 350, which is fucking ridiculous. How do you have three and a half at minus 130 and then three at minus 350? Because they don't That's have to ins- offer anything on the other side. It's insane. Um, if they don't so have to offer it, anything on the other side, they fuck you every time. And it's not even worth putting the three plus in a parlay at 350 because that's stupid. So you might as well just take the three and a half and open the hits four. I'm still looking at it. It won't move past that. So in the chat for our subscribers, if I do play it, I'll let you guys know later. Um, but right now I'm on the fence on that one. But I'm assuming it, there's a lot of guys out for the Clippers being that uh, being that they're plus six today against the Heat. Uh, we won't I was just know. looking for. Uh, like, it looks like Terrence Mann is out. Kawhi Leonard is out. Norman Powell. Uh, this is ESPN, so who the fuck knows? This could all be wrong. Yeah. 
Uh, you then, won't and know. Then half the Miami teams day to day. The whole Miami team is always a game time decision. <laughs> um, they have Lowry out, your seven out, and then uh, everybody except for Bam and Caleb is a game time decision on the whole roster. I mean, how's that even allowed? I mean, it's it's fucking ridiculous. I I, I don't bet NBA. But uh, every time I have, it's usually been a game involving the Heat, I guess, or every time I've heard you guys talking a lot because I guess their whole team is basically almost out every day. And, I mean, it's just how is it every day? How, how is this legal? Like, don't these leagues understand that with sports betting and fantasy, 90% of their fans are basically that's all they care about. So you're just fucking over your fans. You're killing your demographic. Uh, it's fucking insane. Yeah. Uh, all right. I, I don't know. The NBA is just becoming – they don't give a shit. The players don't give a shit. The league doesn't give a shit. No one gives a shit. They know that they know that, they, and this isn't even to be racist. They know they have the inner city fucking viewership lockdown. They know they have the African-American viewership lockdown because it's the main sport. You know, we watch the sports we play. And if you go in the hood or if you go anywhere around the country, you look at young black kids, they're playing basketball, you know? So they know they're going to watch basketball no matter what the fuck's going on. And they're taking it for granted. They're just not doing anything to try and better the sport. They're making the sport worse because they know they have that built-in demo. And and that's really what it's become. The game has turned to shit. The fucking players don't care, and the league doesn't care. So well, I don't slowly, slowly out of nowhere, Tommy, the uh, the Nets have become the fourth seed in the East. Yeah, it uh, looks like they're putting it together, huh? Yeah, it looks like they're coming together. Uh, Fourteen and twelve, a bad start. Boston started so hot, so did Milwaukee. Those are the two teams you're going to have to beat. Um, but the Nets are going to be right there, uh, mm. and the rest of those teams. I'll start caring once the playoffs come. The rest of those teams are complete trash in that whole east so i don't know we'll see yeah we'll see uh i don't care rack is there anything any other uh secondary sports any tennis or anything going on when's tennis come back tennis comes back first of the year um i think the bigger story in the nba is actually the pelicans being the number one seed in the west but what do i know well seems, i mean they, i wouldn't have guessed listen, they had a great team last year rackets um their team was very good without zion being there they weren't complete right they made some big moves um they they're a very good team uh zion is 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 great and the rest of the the starters on that team are great i like i like them a lot and uh they're not a one seed but they are a top four seed in that they, in yeah, I, I was actually shocked when i saw that they were the one seed I, I couldn't believe it i mean someone i saw something today on twitter saying you know what were the odds coming into the year that the nets sixers heat Clippers, Warriors, and Lakers. Not one of those teams is better than two games over 500. Like, I mean, this is sitting at 14 got... and 12. Sixers, 12 and 12. Heat, 11 and 14. Lakers are terrible. Fucking Warriors, 13 and 13. And Clippers, 14 and 12. I mean, that's insane. Well, you got Zion. Well, the Warriors only went at home. Yeah, they've lost every road game, haven't they? Zion's like, come back. Zion's come back at like uh, MVP level. He scored 24 a game, eight rebounds a game, four or five assists a game. Uh, he's great. That the whole team, Valanciunas is great. Getting McCollum was a fucking great move for them. I mean, nothing uh, matters right now in the NBA. That's why I say, like, why does anyone even watch the NBA? Well, like, seating, nothing matters. Seating is important. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. It no, absolutely it does not matter at all. It does. If the Warriors and Clippers, if the Warriors, Clippers, Nets, and Sixers are fucking all seven or eight seeds, they're still going to be the favorite to win the championship. None of it matters come playoff time. It doesn't matter at all. None. It's it's one one home game. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters that's happening in the NBA right now. And the reason you know nothing matters is because the teams don't even fucking care. Never realize it doesn't matter. As long as you get in, and now they extended it to ten, 
that get in? Fucking kidding me. Well, some of the teams care. Some of them play every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. The, the Pacers care. Boston's, the Hawks care. Boston's you know, the, the Jazz day. care. Teams like that care. But the fucking Warriors don't care. The Boston Nets don't care. Boston doesn't sit Boston all the players. Well, I mean, well, great. Well, they're trying to be the number one overall. Then I guess in that situation, you know, there probably is something to it. But outside of that, if you're not if you're not getting home field throughout, who gives a shit? Boston will also probably shit the bed at the end of the year and pay for what they're doing right now. While every other team is going to be rested and healthy, they're going to be out there fucking tired by the end of the year because they're doing it the right way. So they'll be punished for playing the game the right way by the end of the year. Uh, let's move over to the NFL. Rackets, what are you liking the NFL tonight? Um, we touched on it a little earlier. Uh, I like the Raiders. I just... This this six and a half does. I mean, I don't care. I'm not gonna play the three ten unless I put it in like a parlay or something. But the six and a half just seems scary to me, man. I, I don't I don't really know which way to lean on it. I do like the Raiders for the game. They play. They've obviously been playing. The, they're the better team over the last month. But there's just something scary about this. Let me read you the receivers on the uh, on the list today, Bill, uh, for props. This is what I know. I know, what, I, mean, I know. I know. You know. I'm just using you as Raiders fodder. guys are out too. I'm using you as fodder. Um, Devontae Adams, Mac Hollins, Tyler Higby, Van Jefferson, Josh Jacobs, running back, Foster Moreau, Tutu Atwell, Ben Skoranek, and Kyron Williams. Not I mean, great. you're looking at a fucking Raiders Rams game with no Renfro, no Allen Robinson, no Cooper Cup. No, like, no there's Waller. fucking nothing here. Like, how do you bet this? There's one guy, uh, Devontae Adams, 88 and a half. No one else is over 50. Yeah. Yeah. No one else is over 45. <laughs> And then on the rushing side of things, I mean, it seems like lock, stock, and barrel. No Aaron Donald. The fucking, you know, defense is a mess. Everyone in their fucking mother is going to be on Josh Jacobs' props today, correct? Dude's right. been going fucking batshit. Fantastic matchup rackets. It seems like a how-can-this-miss type, you know, uh, Josh Jacobs' 100 and a touchdown. He's coming off fucking literally 109, 229, and 144 in his last three games with three touchdowns. Catching the ball out of the backfield, too. He's got 11 catches over that span, 130 yards in his last three games, 22.6, 22, 51, and 25 draft king points. So he's, what quarter does he get earned Uh Would you like to know the boosts or the boost? I mean, I can tell it to you without even fucking seeing it. It's fucking Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams. To combine for two touchdowns. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Great. Fucking fantastic. <laughs> There's no yards on there? Nope. All right, thank God. Uh, let me see. Super boost. Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs, two touchdowns. Derek Carr, 200. Jokic, Damian Lillard. Um, I mean, I don't know what you do with this, dude. I mean, I know what you're supposed to do with it. You're supposed to fucking, you know, slam the shit out of all the fucking funnel. I mean, there's a direct funnel for both these guys. There's a direct Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs funnel, right? I mean, you saw Josh Jacobs. Uh, Devontae Adams last week had eight for 177 and two touchdowns. All the receiving points. And then you had Josh Jacobs had fucking 26 for 144 and one. So you know exactly who's getting all the handoffs. You know exactly who's getting all the passes. You know exactly who's going to win the game. And it won't happen. It no. won't happen. You just, like, Bill, what do you do? Like, I know what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to fucking bang a fucking plus 1,000 same game parlay. Adams 100 and a touch. Jacobs 100 and a touch. Plus twelve hundred, and that thing should be plus three hundred. But it's not going to hit. You can't bet their overs. It's not going to hit. Something. It's not going to hit. I don't bet big money on the NFL anymore because it's too too rigged. Too. I'm not worried about the NFL. I think we have to be cautious about saying the NFL, even though it is. There are major aspects of it that are rigged. The Nick Chubb thing, the most popular thing. There's a lot of money to be made in the NFL. 
It's just you can't make money on primetime celebrity athletes. You can't make money on the primetime chalk plays, the popular plays. That's what you can't make money on. The Christian Watsons of the world. And who was last week? Uh, who did I have the other night? Uh, fucking uh, Shahid. Like, those are the guys you have to make your money on. You, you, you can't because someone's going to get the yards. So if these guys aren't getting them, someone's going to get them. Like Knights, Tutu Atwell. Knights, Knights receiving yards. What's up? Knights receiving yards. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like that. Tutu Atwell. You know? Like, that's a guy you got to be have on your radar tonight. Skoranek or something. Like, 20 yards. Like, you don't can't nothing it's Devonte adams or like like, one of those super low guys my favorite prop is going to be tutu atwell tonight um from the receiving side of things uh i'm looking i'm seeing him here at 23 and a half it's too low um the thing about him is he doesn't have a lot of volume but his volume is ticked up substantially we saw him get five targets last week two for 48 the thing about him is his depths of target and uh a lot of long catches uh against dallas one for two 54 yard catch 62-yard catch against the Saints in his one catch. Last week, we saw the 30-yard catch hit the prop by itself. He also runs the ball out of the backfield. So I don't know if there's a 2-2 at will rushing prop for like two and a half or anything. Have you seen that, Bill? Uh, you guys concentrate on that while, like last night, I'll put all my money on Sabonis. And I'll put all my money on Jalen Green. Okay. And you guys have fun with the NFL. You have fun with the NBA. I'm a Jalen Green, I guess. Sabonis playing today? I'll probably be watching The Punisher or something. Yeah, we'll, we'll be watching uh, Lord of War. Um, fuck this NFL. I don't see any Tutu Atwell rushing anywhere, do you? No. Yeah, I'm going to be betting his over 23 and a half. Uh, that is for certain. I don't know if you guys see a better line in the chat. Anyway, and I mean, realistically, Jacobs is the lock and Devontae Adams is the lock. So I'll be doing what I've been doing the last couple primetime games. Just going and fucking, I think we swept the primetime game the last one. <laughs> if you, Just going and putting same game parlays in for plus a thousand. So if it does go normal, we'll take that Jacobs 80 and a touch, you know, Adams the 80 and a touch for plus 700. And we'll take, go to the bank. If it fucks up, we'll just walk away from it. If you take Josh Jacobs down to 50 plus yards, it's minus 1200. Yeah, that makes sense. What happens if, what's his number 90? What happens if I bring him up 30 yards, 40 yards? Uh, if you go to 110, it's Do plus I get plus 1200? No, you get plus 128. Yeah. Or 188, <laughs> sorry. 128 for 100. It's fucking ridiculous. The alts are fucking insane. So if I bring him down from nine, 90s, the number, right? 90s minus 120. So if I bring him down 40 yards, I pay 1,200 minus 1,200. If I bring him up 40 yards, I pay, I get plus 310. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> that makes sense. Good correlation. The, the gaming commission needs to really do something about these sites because they absolutely fucking rape you on both sides if they don't have to put an under. If they had to put that line up and put an under up, Bill, they wouldn't be able to put that. If they if they were able to, if they put Josh Jacobs 50 plus minus 1,200 and under 50 plus 800, they would never put that because I would hit the fucking minus under 50 minus eight plus 800 every game. Listen, they would never put it, so they don't have to. This game might be another under game like I did the other night. Um on the Sunday night game, parlayed the first half under with the game under. Mm -hmm. um, I might do that again. That came out in that one easily. Um, so Not a bad for a first drive punt either, but they can't fucking parlay that anymore, bastards. Yeah. yeah. The uh, uh, Evan, give me a Raiders money line, Panthers money line minus one hundred and seven. That's how I'm going to play the Panthers. 
parlaying with the Raiders money line. I just don't fucking, I don't understand. The game is just too easy tonight. Like, you know, like, I'd love to come on here and give you 15 plays. The game's too easy. It's the, how many times? We're in week fucking 13 already or 14, whatever fuck week we're in. Like, we've already had 13 weeks, three months of this, seeing that whatever looks too easy fails in prime Every time. single time. It's not even like it's I random. Mean, it's every single you time. You know it's going to happen. Like, something's going to happen. And if it doesn't, great. You know, that's why. Listen, the game's either going to go right where Devontae and Jacobs are going to go ham or something crazy is going to fucking happen and one of them's going to get fucked. So just fucking put the fucking all in, like put a bet in in case the game goes normal, right? So go in there and put in Jacobs touchdown, Adams touchdown, Jacobs 100 receiving, Adams 100 receiving. Go throw that in. It's fucking great odds. You're getting, I'm building it right now in front of you. You're getting, uh, even if you want to go Jacobs 80, um, you're getting plus 747 with Jacobs 80. You're getting plus 1055. So put that bet in for fucking half a unit. Go throw that in for a small, you know, 50 bucks or whatever you'd, you'd play that's a small number for you. And then if the game goes right, great. Boom. Adams and Jacobs should smash. And, but don't load in the Adams over 90, Jacobs over 90, because one of them's going to fucking pull their hammy. It's rigged. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you. If you love a secondary player prop, then definitely, like Bill said, with Knight or fucking Tutu Atwell or, uh, you know, Shahid the other night. Like, go look for these weird players. And DJ Turner to score the first touchdown. Yeah, bet something like that. But I'm telling you, the Tutu Atwell play is the play um, that I like the most in this game over 23 and a half. Are you doing a double result or anything, Rackets, or no? Um, I don't really like it for this game, honestly. Um. I mean, yeah, I can't really see the Rams winning either half. Yeah, I, not really, no. So, which means the Rams will win both halves. Which means the Rams win both halves. Um, yeah, I, I see probably... some people talking about Foster Moreau. Dude, how do you bet Foster Moreau? I mean, I don't know. How many weeks in a row are you guys going to bet Foster Moreau? The guy literally gets 30 yards every week. It's four for One for 32, three for 33, one for 33, three for 43, two for 42, six for 31, three for 28, three for 44, three for 30. His number's right. There's no edge on Foster Moreau. 33 and a half is right. He's been doing this for nine weeks with or without uh, fucking Waller. That's the number. The number's right. So, you know, you want to alt it down to minus, you know, 25 plus, which he seems to get minus 210 and put that in a parlay. Great. You know, like Swaronic. Like, who the fuck's even playing quarterback? Like, I know that fucking Atwell's number is way too low, right? Like, that for his skill set. I'm not if saying Baker's play a quarterback. I have no problem with the under 42 and a half, but I just, I, I don't know. Yeah. But everyone's in love with Ben Swaronic. Dude, Ben Swaronic sucks. I would it's, way it's, rather have two, two at well. It's only because he looks like Cooper. He's Cup trash. He's, he's terrible. Yeah. I mean, look, here's his number since fucking, uh, since cup left two for 14, one for four, two for five, two for 30. Like with a long of eight, five, four, and twenty-two. Give me two two Atwell, who's got four catches of his five on the year that are forty yards or more. Like, give me a guy who can get it done in one play, not Ben Skoranek, who's got to catch three balls to get the thirty yards. Like, may it hit? It might. Gotten, but two two's a better play. He's gotten way less targets now that um, now that um, what's his name's not even playing. So it's very- right. You're looking at yeah. They have no line. They can't get the ball out. Like this team literally can't get the fucking ball out. Like that's that's one of the problems that people are not factoring in. Here's some more, you know, advanced numbers last week. So last week, snaps for the receivers. Let me put the receivers in here. No, did you uh, put out the first half total? Did you take that or no? I'm gonna do first half under. Yeah, first half under twenty and a half. 
and game under. Okay, yeah, I like that. I like that under twenty and a half for the first time. But I'm gonna alt it up like I did. I'm gonna do twenty one and a half, so I don't get blocked. All right. The uh, so so if you're looking at the big the big thing for Tutu Atwell here, uh, Spence Veronics out there for fucking uh, you know ninety percent of the routes. Okay, great. And Tutu Atwell is only out there for 40, 45. But yards per route, you're talking to 3.4 for Tutu and 1.0 for Saronic. Air yards, you're talking about last week, 37 air yards. So, yeah, everyone's looking at the route participation and snap percentage and shit like that for Saronic. He had 37 air yards last week. 37. Tutu Atwell in half the snaps had 112. So, I want a guy who can get it done in once. Play Tutu and uh, keep it moving. I'm going to play him a score touchdown, too. I'm going to play 2-2 to get in the box, too, because he gets a lot of handoffs and he runs a lot of those fucking wide receiver fucking drags across the formation if that uh, McVay does like doing down there. So what's he to score a touchdown? Let's make it 2-2 two -two night. It's 2-2 two -two night. Grab your 2-2s. Two plus 410. Probably find a better number closer to kickoff. Uh, I'd like to see that at plus 500. But uh, anything else here? Rackets? Uh, no, I was just looking for that old – the first half total that Bill was talking about. I don't see enough Banduel. I'm good with the 20 and a half, though. I don't think I don't see three yeah, touchdowns. I, in the first I half. can get I can get under 21 and a half and under 49 and a half for the game for minus 115. That's my parlay right there. Right. By the way, by the way, here's the, the final one I was telling you about. Air yards per route from FTN here. Uh, air yards per route. Tutu Atwell eight. Skoranek 1.3. Van Jefferson 2.1. That's drastic. Yes. That that is no eight. bueno. Not good. Um, not good. Tutu Atwell on the season is 7.1 air yards per route. Uh, Sferonic is 1.1. Seven times the air yards per route. So, you know, when you're sitting there and looking at snap percentage, he's going to be on the field twice as much. Great. Do you want a guy who's going to get a bunch of two-yard passes or do you want a guy who's going to get three 20-yard passes? Yeah, I love that play. Under 21 and a half, under 49 and a half. All right. I'm with you, Bill. I like that a lot. Listen, the Raiders find a way to lose this game. I don't know what the fuck sports is. It is one of the hottest teams in football right now going against the fucking MASH unit. So we will see. Uh, final words, Bill Rupp. Um, Rupp and Rackets. Tonight. They're back. We're back. We've been back this week. We'll be back mm -hmm. again. 530. Uh, maybe we'll, I, we'll see Rackets. Maybe if you want to make it a little later, it's up to you. We could do 530 or we could do it a little later, closer to game time. I don't care. That's fine. Whatever. Let me know. Whatever you want to do. I'm good for what I'm good for anything. Uh, wife's home from work already, so I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm on the chat. Joseph Tenorio in the chat. Brittany Griner traded. Why is this here? We have Marines still left there. You guys, Raiders fans are woke. Raider fans are woke. Let me know so I can bounce. Or you could just watch the first 40 minutes of the show where we talked about it. But yeah. no, I'm pretty sure that Tommy G that, and Bill I wouldn't Rob describe Tommy as woke. Are not woke. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You guys are the wokest people I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure the word woke and Tommy G don't usually go together considering. Quirky? Been... Sure. Woke? No. Retarded? Yeah. Shithead? 100%. <laughs> Asshole? Dirtbag? Pick a fucking thing. Woke? Nah, bro. No. So uh, anyway, uh, Bill, you gave your final words. Evan, final words. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Tune in. Two o'clock. All right. Tomorrow, same bat time, same bat channel. A uh, little bit of a weak sports night tonight. We'll make up for it tomorrow with a lot more action across the board. Uh, we'll have Howie Dewey back. We'll have fucking Cubba talking some soccer. Uh, we'll get it live, get it on and popping. So for Evan Hand. Babble said he's leaning. He has a lean for tomorrow, but he's not 100% yet. You got to join. He's leaning Portugal at minus 150. 
All right, we know he likes the porch, Portugal. I just like writing Portugal. So uh, I'll be betting Portugal just so I could tweet Portugal. Uh, so get those plays in uh, for tonight. Follow Stay Cash and Show on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Evan will be tweeting out the bet slip for those of you that missed it. So uh, go check that out. For Evan Hand, Joey Rackets, Bill Rupp, and uh, Paul Whalen, who is really the only person we should be giving a shit about right now, our beloved Marine who served 16 years and is still out in fucking Russia being held captive so that we could let a lesbian basketball player free. Uh, we pray for your release. Fuck the administration. Fuck everyone. Good luck. Stay cash, motherfuckers. Let's go!